<laughs> well, good evening. No, Wendy is here. I know. I can't help so, it. <laughs> so Wendy and I are sitting here. We usually do this with the camera over here, but we have a new camera, so we're over here. And for those of you who know Wendy and you're thinking, God, I thought Rick was like 6'2". Look, they're the same height almost. <laughs> it's because Wendy is standing on my soapbox. Look. I'm oh, there's soapbox. Is that it? it, it no, it really is. You didn't know? No, it really does. It says Rick Dancer's soapbox on That's the front awesome. of it. So she's on my soapbox so that we can be the same height and have a conversation. And you guys were giving stuff away tonight, too, just so you well, know. Yeah. We have um, things to give away. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit because I wanted Wendy to come in. She works for Oregon Concealed. And so Oregon Concealed does what? Oh, we do the um, online concealed handgun training. You can get this awesome certificate. Typically, most people just get it through email once you've paid for the class and the um, certificate. <laughs> you can order this also, and this would be just a little additional fee. Um, and we have a company called American Concealed. Okay, so Oregon Concealed is, so a lot of people will spend a day in a class uh, learning what you're gonna teach them in an hour. Yeah, yeah, in an hour you can just, this is what's really cool, you can just go online whenever it's convenient, um, pull up the live video. Well, it's not live video, but it's live to you. So you're just watching it. You can pause it. So um, that's the cool thing though, because then I could, if I if I have start on it, I can get a half hour in, I can stop and then kind of go back and do something different. Yeah, yeah, and it's great too, because it has captions. So if you need that option, you can have your closed captioning on. Um, and then you just, once you finished it, there's an 11 question test. Uh, if you pass, you move on to purchase it. That is what you will then need to take to your county sheriff's office to get your concealed weapons permit. So you, it's $65, but you guys have a little deal going, right? We have a great deal for the next two weeks. This is our Rick Dancer deal. And you can put in the code GETREAL. And um, that gives you 20% discount. So go in, you take your test, you put the get real in the promo code, and then you'll get 20% off that $65. And then that's the form you take. And I'll tell you though, because she already knows, <laughs> I got a gun. Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm packing. <laughs> Rick Dancer's going to be a packing now. So I got myself a Luger and I'm uh, going to learn how to use it. But you know what I did? So they told me to go on, and you told me this last time, Rick, you need to go on and get on and schedule. So guess yes. when I'm scheduled for? I did it yesterday. Guess when my, so because right now the sheriff's department is really, really far behind um, just because of COVID and everything else. And thousands of us are getting guns. You know how many people in line I was for a background check? Cause I don't get my gun yet. It takes 22 days. Mm -hmm. So right. you know, you know what, where I was online? <laughs> 5,225. Wow. I was in line. I knew it was going to be in the thousands, but it I didn't expect that. 5,000 people are right now waiting at least the times of Saturday when I went in right. are waiting to get their approval for that. They can purchase a gun afternoon. Rick love the view. Looks like you both are on stilts. <laughs> We're standing. <laughs> We're standing because my back's been hurting. So I got my stand up desk out. What a state will this be good for? What states will this be good for? Well, it's good for 27 states. Um, if you go on to the OregonConcealed.com website and click on what states, um, that will give you a map and it will show you exactly what states you can travel through with your concealed permit. So yeah, Timothy, you can go on there and look and it'll tell you, so that's, that's a lot. Um, I don't have them all memorized, <laughs> Yeah, but it's going to get you what you need. And I put the website up there so you can do it. Now we have another thing going on here. So it's 20% off if you put get real and that's till the 
3rd? Yes, till the 3rd, May 3rd. Till, till May 3rd. So if you guys take that test and do that, that's going to go. But we also have something we're giving away that's kind of cool, I think. We have this. I can't really there, see. Is it on? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this really awesome t-shirt. It comes in men's and women's. Um, it is designed by American Concealed Company, um, which is coordinated with Oregon Concealed. So you can't just go buy it at any store. Um, but you can buy it on AmericanConcealed.com um, or win it along with a set of three shop correction targets. Um, it's about a $40 value, um, but we're going to give it away to the first person who uses Rick Dancer's Get Real code on OregonConcealed.com. So if you go on and take the test and do that, the first person that does it and puts Get Real in there, you'll not only get the 20% off, you're going to get the shirt and the targets and all the other paraphernalia goes with it. And all those t-shirts are like right next to my office <laughs> because I went in there one day after we did our last show and I went, Wendy, you have cool stuff to give away. Yeah. I mean, this is awesome. That shirt. I show them again. I love yeah, that shirt. Yeah, it's great. So it's if you're a, a gun it's person. It's a 1911 and it's kind of got it broken apart. Um, so yeah, it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, Brett put a, uh, my hashtag is KEZI got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be former KEZI. Yeah. It would be Get Real Got a Gun. Yeah, so I got my wife and I both got guns. Uh, we're going to show you what um, uh, some people, some cops are going to do some training with us on how to use them because I'm not using it. I don't have it yet. It's 22 days. Well, Rick, if you had your concealed weapons permit, that would rush along your uh, background check. It would put you kind of a much higher on that list. Seriously? Yes. So if I already, so that I'm, I'm doing this bad. Yeah. Act, which <laughs> well, is. Yes. Probably the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would have went online and watched that video and taken the test and bought your um, certificate, you could have bumped yourself way up to maybe like 500 instead of 5,000. I did not realize yeah. that. Can you cross state lines with our gun when we travel with the concealed permit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can cross state lines um, if you're, say, camping in all, one of the many states like Montana or Arizona or, you know, all the ones that are covered, um, then you're fine. You're good. You're covered with your permit so long as you have it on you. Oh, look at Nana. My background check took less than a minute just last month. <laughs> she must already have her background. <laughs> <laughs> her <laughs> Rick Dancer has to wait for 22 days because he's a loser. <laughs> Man, I'm kidding. Whoops. I hope you know. Yeah, no hard feelings. Um, so love the shirt. Chris loves the shirt. So you guys also, they have tons of stuff, really yeah. cool things for gifts on this, on the American yeah. site. I mean, if you were to go on the site and check it out, there is, um, a lot of things that have, um, bullets. They're locally made. Well, not local Eugene, but Oregon made, um, earrings, necklace. Uh, there's a, a men's wallet, like, um, credit card sort of wallet thing, <laughs> you know, one of those little flip ones. Yeah. It's like a, it's the one that flips in and then, and then they have bullets, the, the yeah. base of a bullet on all these cool. Yeah. Things. And some of the women's ones have like little, um, crystals, little jewels. Do you know if Idaho or Utah is in that one is included in yours? Oh, I think it is. But, um, I should have double checked. Right but it's not just, but it's, but it's 27. So yeah. I make the holster stuff cross point holsters official. Oh, you, you guys are right. You, you showed me your stuff. You do make really cool holsters. I have a cert, but need to get the, to the sheriff's office. Well, you have to get a permit. That's what I'm going to get my, but that's what I mean. I can't do the sheriff's yeah. office until January 20 or January. Make your appointment. Well, depending on your county. Yeah. I'm January 11th um, of 2022. That's just crazy. Wow. 
all the way till January. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what that, that's how yeah. far out it is. Wow. I did mine online and now waiting for the sheriff's office and they are booked until November 30th. Well, guess what, Tammy? No, now they're, Not booked, anymore. <laughs> they're booked till January. Yeah. I uh, just did it yesterday. Retired teacher. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nana's getting me. She's a retired teacher. I have my certificate, but, but appointment isn't until November with state troopers. Where can we get the shirt? Americanconcealed.com. That's where the jewelry is, the shirt. Um, there is some basic uh, books, handgun training that you could purchase. There's some digital books you could purchase there also. My background doesn't take long either because I'm prior service. Mm, oh, that helps too. I'm really feeling unspecial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm in the man. masses. If only knocked on that door over there sooner. I, if only we'd have met sooner. <laughs> I know. They should have moved my office so, this side much sooner. <laughs> so, yeah, her, Wendy's office, I mean, literally we share a wall. So we 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 know about each other's conversations. We know when we're, yeah, we're going live. <laughs> we had to sign um, prenuptials and we're not even married <laughs> so that we don't talk about each other's stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. We got a couple more questions. I need to get a holster. Where in Wendy's place? Where's it at? Maybe she could direct me to what to do. Um, there's another place up here for holsters at Cross. Um, God, where are you? They just wrote on here because they, they started following me. So they're on here and they make holsters for all different guns and they're local. Uh, they used to have a first come first serve on Wednesdays. I remember the old days. <laughs> You're special to Kathy. Oh, thank Aww. you. Thanks, Laura. Of yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm special. Uh, Springfield, uh, the secret clearance, get things moving. Um, oh, Brett's helping. Americanconcealed.com. Oh, there you go. Brett, that's okay. So that's where you go. And it has a whole bunch of stuff on there. You can look at all the different things and then just order it through there. But again, just so you remember, um, you're going to, if you go in, use the get real code, you can get 20% off the price at $65 to get your certificate. You can then go through the video. And then the first person that does that puts get real in there. You're going to get that free t-shirt and those um, targets. So that's kind of the prize, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And the cool thing is the uh, t-shirt is men's and women's size. We have small through extra large. So if you don't want a certain fit, just let me know. Um, I'll contact you um, once I figure out who was the first purchase and you'll get the prize along with free shipping and come right to your house. Rick, you know a lot of people, but no hookups. LOL. By the way, you're special to me. Oh, Rick. That's Rick who doesn't spell his name correctly. <laughs> Rick, you forgot the C. Where's Nana when we need her? Nana, look at Rick's spelling on his name. That is, you, that's a, a red pen. I know you can spell your name however you want. Wendy, thank you for coming. Yeah. She gets off at like two o'clock and she came all the way back in here so she could do this with us and share that stuff with her. Of course, so no problem. Thank, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to keep reading these, but she has a life too. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. And um, just ask Rick all your questions. Yeah. And <laughs> you can go on here. You know what? Um, Wendy will go on tomorrow, and if you have a question, oh, yeah. put it on there. She can answer those for you because she can just go right on my page. Definitely. She's on our. She's one of our friends, so oh, she'll course. come on the page and she'll do that for you. Perfect. All right, sweetie. All right, Thanks, care. Wendy. Yeah, see you later. Have a good night. Bye. All right. I should have said that I do fly away when carry guns. Um, we're located in Springfield. We have models and ones. Okay, so um, that is the uh, holster right there. Crosspoint holsters, you guys. Um, they're on there under. God, how do you say that? How do you say your name? Gibrahim. Ibrahim, is that right? I probably murdered that. Where is Springfield? 
We're in Springfield. Yeah, go ahead and put all your information on there. You can do that. You guys, so um, Sheldon High loves you, Rick. <laughs> okay, Brett. So um, I want to bring somebody else on now. Um, and this is Cameron Wrighton. Hey, Cameron, how are you doing, well, buddy? howdy. Howdy. So Cameron owns, and you are, KNT Radio and Cottage Grove. You, you not only own it, you're ready, you do reporting, you do shows. Um, how long have you had that place? Well, I've had the I've had the station now since uh, 2013 when I first became general manager, but I've been here since 2003. So we we check in with Cameron periodically. Well, once a month we try because Cottage Grove and Cresswell are big points of interest for me. And um, I think we should all be aware of what's going on around our community. So um, you obviously covered, it's not not a bad thing to have a reporter who's got his pulse on a community. But So what's the big, how are people reacting? Let me ask you this. I didn't, we didn't prepare anything, but you and I are both news guys, so that's just how we are. How are businesses in, in your area um, reacting to the governor's latest um, COVID well, stuff? Rick, as you can guess, I've, I've had conversations with a lot of people over about the last 30 hours or so since uh, the governor officially made her announcement that Lane is one of 15 counties that will be returning to the extreme risk category as of Friday. That means no more dining indoors. That means uh, gyms, fitness centers, other, other businesses, uh, their activities curtailed, capacity cut way down. And uh, really the, the range of emotions, they, they kind of go from anger, frustration, uh, you know, to, to in some cases, uh, resignation, uh, disbelief. I was talking to a restaurateur uh, just a couple hours ago uh, and he said, you know, I thought once we hit moderate, uh, that which we did a few weeks ago, I didn't think we'd be going back all the way to extreme. I can tell you that the that the uh, amount of, of people who are getting more vocal about the challenges that this constant whipsawing back and forth, you know, one week we're open for business and then the next week we're not. Um, the, the, the groundswell is growing. In fact, uh, Cottage Grove Chamber of Commerce is one of a number of chambers uh, who have signed on with Lane County. Rick, you right. probably saw this uh, yeah. late, either late yesterday or earlier this morning that they have uh, sent a letter to Governor Brown's office asking for more vaccination. Uh, they're asking for, for more vaccines, rather. They're asking for, uh, you know, reconsideration of some of these uh, guidelines because I think, as you and I discussed last time we were together, uh, a lot of the cases uh, aren't coming from the small towns like Cottage Grove. And and yet we are subject to the same restrictions as are you folks up in the Eugene Springfield metro area. So uh, there, there's a lot of head scratching happening down here right now. Well, in fact, I went on the Oregon Live did a, a segment, a, a story the other day on the zip codes where the increases were found. And that both of the increases, all the increases in our area in Lane County were found in Eugene, none in Springfield. Not in Cottage Grove, not in Cresswell. Right, which, in which is not to say that we haven't had cases of COVID-19 no, here the, over the, the last 13 the months. We've, we've, we've had some, but but you're right. Uh, most of the increases uh, aren't uh, aren't coming from here. Um, 
It looks like, uh, well, depending on who you talk to, uh, gatherings in private homes and, uh, uh, you know, manufacturing. I've seen that cited as a possible uh, reason for the surge. I'm just looking at the uh, new numbers from Oregon Health Authority. It looks like we had a total of 888 new infections uh, in Oregon uh, reported today. Of those, uh, 57 came out of Lane County. Uh, eight uh, came out of Douglas County, which uh, uh, Douglas County is actually, uh, you know, th they're probably celebrating a little bit right now because uh, if you go across the county line uh, which of course is not too far from Cottage Grove uh, you can you can sit down in your favorite restaurant but uh, not here in Cottage Grove so again uh, a lot of these restaurant tours at, you know, at least this time they had the benefit of this being the third time around so they've they've been able to work through okay how do we go back and forth uh, from this okay, we can have sit-down dining to, okay, now we have to revert back to takeout orders. Maybe we can do some outdoor dining. So, so we've got that, uh, we've got all that going on. Uh, uh, people are, people are trying to, you know, adapt once again. <laughs> so Cameron, I'm going to play something for you. Last night we talked with uh, <clears throat> Senator Betsy Johnson um, at a scapoose and she's a Democrat, been around for a long time, good friend yes. of mine. And this is what she had to say about this. The restaurant tours have just had it. Uh, that the the vicissitudes of one day we're open, one day we're closed. They hire their their front and back of the house. Then they got to run them all off again. They don't know how many burger patties to buy. They don't know how much lettuce. People, in my experience, have just had it. They've had it for a lot of reasons. They've been locked in their homes for a year. Uh, they don't know what's going on at the national level. The guidance changes all the time. CDC just came out today with the rule that now if you're vaccinated, you can be in groups of people without masks. But we've got OSHA in Oregon saying you, anywhere you go, you got to wear a mask. They have basically had enough of government doing it to them and not with them. I think that is... Um, cause people, you know, want to come on and scream at me because they say you're anti this or you're anti that. And I said this to her last night. I think the problem people are having is, um, you know, the, the governor did not go to the business community, did not go and ask, how is this going to impact you? If you're going to make sweeping changes like this, I think we all need to be involved in that process, or at least representatives from different groups of people. Well, you're, you're absolutely right, Rick. And I think uh, Betsy Johnson, uh, by the way, someone who I've developed a lot of respect for over the last year, I think she hit the nail on the head because I can tell you from uh, my interactions with the mayor, my work on the chamber board, uh, my conversations with our representative on the board of commissioners, they feel like they're, they're basically uh, you know, beating their heads against a wall because they they relay these concerns to the Oregon Health Authority, to the governor's office, anyone who will listen. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be much uh, they're, 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 on their end. There's not they're not very receptive to the feedback that they're getting from local officials. So the letter I saw from the county, Lane County, was he was signed on by the chamber in Cottage Grove and Cresswell and a lot of different. But I saw there was also a letter that was from a lot of different counties. And I think it was most of them um, sending the same thing. And then I saw some I don't know if you saw this in the news, Baker City, uh, their mayor, they put out a, a, a memo to, to the county or to the governor also saying they want to try something completely different. So. I, I think this is not people that are discounting COVID. It's people that are going after a year. We can't keep going up and down and doing this. We have to come up with something. Well, what scares me a little bit um, is that 
you know, they've they've cried wolf so much on this that if one of these variants that's hitting India that really is quite a lot more deadly, it seems, ends up here, they're crying wolf. People are going to not take it seriously because um, they haven't had um, been upfront with their information. It keeps the inconsistencies are standing out. And um, if we get something that's really super serious like that, um, we could be in big trouble. I think you're absolutely right, Rick. In fact, I've had those conversations uh, off the record with some folks uh, in the in the you know the, the the public health arena, and that's what they're that's what they're really scared scared about because you know COVID uh, as as much as it can be dangerous for certain folks is uh, not the deadliest virus there is, and if we do get something a lot more serious, uh, you're right. People are going to say, "Well, wait a minute. You said we were going to be in so much trouble." Uh, back in March of 2020, when COVID came around, and uh, yeah, here we are, and uh, we've we've just we've just had it. Yeah. So um, our businesses then just they're just kind of in wait. I think most people in Oregon, because it's right now as I see it, it's supposed to be three weeks out. I've actually talked to a number of businesses who have just said we're going to keep doing what we do right now, um, and we'll just see what happens because we can't. We can't make it on less than this. And uh, so they'll, yes, she expanded outdoor door seating to a hundred, but what do yep. you do if you're in a, a business down here in Eugene and you you don't have a room for a hundred, you can't go take up the whole street. So they don't have right. room for a hundred people. Well, you know, Rick, that that's a really interesting point. Uh, you know, down here in, in downtown Cottage Grove, we've got these uh, streeteries at several of the restaurants, which uh, basically they're, they're a little wood platform, a, a deck, that um, is is uh, out in the street, right alongside the uh, you know right right alongside the sidewalk. So it it kind of takes up a, a parking space at at a couple of these restaurants. Right now we've got three of them, I believe, uh, two on Main and one on Seventh Street. Um, and that doesn't add a whole lot of tables, but uh, it's it's one way that the city is trying to. Uh, uh, expand outdoor dining for for some folks uh, because like you say if, if you're on Main Street and you don't have a side lot or anywhere else like that uh, whether it's 50 or 100 really doesn't matter because you don't have room to put anywhere close to that amount of people outside your business are you guys seeing down in Cottage Grove in that area um, is as much of the um, I don't know what else to call it. And so I, I kind of get tired of skirting around words. And so, and I get beat up no matter what I say anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But the mask police, the people who are so um, just, you know, we got, we have people calling, the, 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 the most of the problem around here is people calling on somebody because they saw somebody that their nose wasn't yep. under a mask. No, kind of and, and I, I we have definitely seen that. In fact, I'll tell you a funny little story. Um, I had the uh, police department on the air uh, last month, and one of the things I had to make sure to put on my list to address with them uh, was a Facebook post that, uh, if you'll forgive my use of the expression, went viral. Uh, somebody was complaining about the fact that they saw a couple of our police officers uh, out on the street without masks. And, and the police chief had to explain that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, because facial expressions uh, are, are everything to some people, uh, sometimes, uh, for example, when the police are communicating with somebody that, uh, you know, might have some um, 
you know, mental, mental challenges, uh, uh, development challenges that way, they can often communicate better and defuse a situation um, when, when they're not masked. And so, you know, they, they kind of find themselves uh, routinely in, in situations where they have to balance the, you know, the, the, the need to wear a mask and, and you know, potentially, um, you know, stop, stop their, their saliva from being spread around and, uh, you know, okay, we're going we're gonna to make sure that I can communicate with someone with my facial expressions if that could, uh, you know, keep something from turning violent. So let me ask you another thing. I know that you said you had guys, because I think I use this story all the time about what you told me, uh, because one of the positives of COVID is I think people are fed up with government the way it is. And you have an open city council seat down there. And you had, I mean, like how many people applied for that? And that that, that election, is that coming up on May 18th? Is that in May? Uh, no, actually, that uh, that was filled by the city council uh, not long after you and I spoke. But okay. actually, on, on my desk this afternoon, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Rick, because, you know, typically school board elections are kind of those elections uh, in that category that just kind of happen in the background. And yeah, you see the names on the ballots, but uh, uh, you know, unless you unless you know one of them or have a you know big issue with the school district, uh, I, I think some people uh, you know don't don't necessarily give that the attention I think they should. Well, we've got three school board seats uh, that we will be voting on here on uh, May 18th in the South Plains School District, which is uh, the school district that uh, encompasses Cottage Grove and some of the rural areas uh, around the city. And uh, we have six candidates running. There is no uncontested uh, school board race this time around. See, and when we talked to Bessie Johnson yesterday, one of the things I asked her was, how do people make a change? Because right now, the supermajority in the legislature, you can't change that. And yep. how do you start the change? And she said, it's going to take time. And the way you make change is you start in those positions, the school board, the city council, planning commission. You get involved in those. Budget I had a committee. Yeah, budget committee. I had a kid that called me and said, so how do you, if you don't know how to do this, how do you get started? That's where you make change. You don't make change by trying to jump into the higher positions unless you have a name out there. But for, for people out there, I think that's so great that Cottage Grove has got that many people because the, the school district is where you start to make change and the, right. and the city and all those little places. And people need to yeah. be involved. And, and how many times do you go to a city council meeting and see no one there? Right, and right, uh, right. You know, we, we'll be there back in the days when we could actually go to the city council chambers. I There have been nights where I've gone to those meetings, and aside from the mayor and council and the city staff that give reports, I'm the only one in the audience. And those are the decisions that are affecting us now that are being made. And it's not it's not the city council and the mayor's fault. It's that we have abdicated our responsibility to be involved and yes, we're all busy, but now we see what being busy happens when we get at something like COVID is people are making decisions that we don't get to have a say in. Because what right. I also heard yesterday was I said to her, how can someone have so much power and how can you, how come the legislature can't change that? And she said, because that bill, she goes, I was here when that was introduced so that, that she, the executive power was there for an emergency and she goes no one ever dreamed it would be a pandemic that would last over a year we were thinking an earthquake or something like that and she says so you know now in my mind we need to go back when this is over and change that executive order language so that this can't happen again 
Yeah, I, I think the Democrat supermajority, I think uh, there's a lot of yes men, yes women up there. And, uh, uh, you know, this is just my opinion. Uh, they're, they're, they've kind of abdicated uh, their responsibility and that, you know, that, that those executive powers is something that they need to take a look at. But, Rick, I can tell you back to the local level, uh, you know, some of the issues that we've been hearing uh, nationwide seem to be flashpoints for some of the races here locally. For example, uh, I was uh, reading through a comment thread on one of our school board candidates, uh, you know, the, the, the idea that we might teach uh, critical race theory here in our school district. Uh, that's something that concerns uh, people just as much uh, in, in our little school district as it does uh, elsewhere. Right. Well, Cameron, thank you so much, N number one, for just keeping your pulse on what goes on in the community. And, and number two, for being a true journalist and asking questions <laughs> and, and following up and, and having, you know, all sides of an issue on there. I, I appreciate that. And um, yes, same here. And so, um, and so, so thanks for being with us in Cottage Grove. You know, give him a hand for being here. And then um, I can't wait to be on your show again. I had so much fun last month when we did that. Um, it, it was that was a kick. So I'd love you, to come. You, back. you heard from all kinds of folks uh, when you were with us. I, oh I rather enjoyed that. <laughs> well, I loved the people too that were saying, "Hey, Lars Larson was so he was a jerk to you," and I felt I felt abdicate like I was I was discovered. I was fine because <laughs> he was. <laughs> all right, we'll get you on here soon, buddy. All right, see you later, man. Thank all right, you. Have a good one. So again, that's uh, a common down at uh, Ken and the uh, radio station down in uh, Cottage Grove where, you know, it's interesting if you look at media in small towns, radio stations and newspapers are surviving um, uh, because people still pay attention to that. Um, in the bigger cities, that's where it's dying off um, because there's, you know, you, Carmen, they, they have a, a connection to that. Cameron has a connection to that community and they depend on him for that. So that's, that's a good thing. Some of the good things that my wife said to me the other day, you need to look at the good things coming out of COVID. And I said, uh, or the reaction to COVID is what I like to say. And, and I do, I do see things. Um, um, I am much braver than I ever was before. And so thank you to all the trolls for making me that way. <laughs> and I have learned how to block and feel good about it. So um, anyway, oh, look, somebody, Cameron, I know you're still out there. Somebody's saying, uh, I love you, Cameron. <laughs> so you might want to check and see who that is. Uh, great job, bud. Uh, so you guys in Cottage Grove, share this on your page so you hear some other things going on. And uh, those of us in the other areas, also share this on your page so people can know what's going on. All right, I'm Rick Dancer. Tomorrow night, um, we have a really fun show for you. Elements Health Clubs out of Eugene, and out of Lane County, actually. Um, you know, making Rick brave again. <laughs> That's my new theme. Um, they want to do good stuff. And he really, uh, Brian uh, over there, he really likes when we do some of the old ghost towns things. So tomorrow I'm going to bring back two ghost towns for you from my days at KEZI. And you can ask me questions. We're going to talk about it, but we're going to go to a place called Idiotville. And no, I wasn't born there, but I know people who were. And, um, and the other one is a place called Chitwood, not Shitwood. Chitwood, C-H-I-T-W-O-O-D. So tomorrow night, we'll show you those stories, introduce you to the people, the characters in them, and then we're gonna tell you kind of the behind the scenes and what was going on and how that was happening. And then on Friday at noon, or excuse me, at three o'clock, we're gonna be at the Blue Valley Bistro in uh, Coburg. And then that night, we have a really sad story. A young man named Chase Robertson uh, is missing. He's been missing for a year tomorrow. 
And so we're talking to his sister and brother, not a lot of media attention. And I'm just doing this one for free. I'm just, I feel so bad for them. I just want to make sure that they get that word out about their brother. So that's what we're going to do. All right. Have a good night. Um, I'm going to go home and 